0: The Altarebbe was uh, getting at what is teshuva, and he was dispelling the notion that people think that Teshuvah has to do with fasting. Now, what, what, why are we doing Teshuvah for? In the very simple sense, is because if we do an avera, we get later on we are accountable for it. We get punished for it. We we, we, we have to answer for it. The Yoim hadin for things that we did wrong. Uh, when you say that you're forgiven, when you did Teshuvah and you're forgiven, It means that in the future when you're gonna to have to face the heavenly court you're going to be clean because you've been forgiven. Now, in the statement that he brought down, what happens to Kapoda, how do you get your atonement, so we talked about a difference between violating an esse or a loisase or which is a positive mitzvah, a prohibition, or violating something which has uh, chrysis and Mrs. Bezdin. Over there, with regards to chrysis and Mrs. Bezdin, which means being cut off or put to death by Bezdin, over there the Bryce said that you need pains, that uh, the the pains is the end of your atonement. So, affliction. So some people made a mistake, they thought that uh, this uh, affliction is part of your atonement, at least when it comes to the chrysis and Mrs. Bezdin. But the Alter Rebbe says no in the first paragraph. He says no. He says, teshuva just means stopping to do the sin, making a decision uh, not to do it again, not to violate Hashem's will. Even a little bit of vidui confession, feeling bad according to the Rambam, that's also included a little bit. There's no mention in the Rambam anywhere about fasting so what is this whole fasting fasting has nothing to do even when we're talking about christus and mrs Bez in the violation there's no fasting doesn't is not part of the teshuva so what is all these fasting that we read and we learn about them and so he says that uh when the the bryce says talks about that you need that the planes afflictions is going to complete the atonement that comes from above, that Hashem gives you the affliction, but it's not something that you do for your teshuva. When, on the contrary, he says, when you return to Hashem out of love, so then as a, so as a response to that, Hashem loves you, Hashem loves you, so He rebukes you, which means He takes, punishes you in this world, so you'll be fully clean in the world to come. And, uh, this is different than fasting, like a uh, public fast, that we always fast, we have different fasts that we fast before. Over there, it's to avoid a punishment from Hashem to the world, or even He says something for oneself. It's not teshuva. that's, the fasting takes away from the, um, not as true, it takes away from some penalties that you might get, and then sometimes He says, even if the uh won't give you the yisurim because you didn't return to Hashem with love. You bringing it upon yourself. He finishes up, the but so there's other reasons, but it's not part of Teshuvah. Yes. So when it says the bottom line is when it says in the B'raise that you get yisurim for Mrs. Is besen isn't what you do; it's what the there does. And if some people want to do it for other reasons, but that's not Teshuvah. that's separate from Teshuvah. Today he's going to explain. There's yet another reason for the fasting, that people fast. Why is it going to be important? If fasting was part of the teshuva, we couldn't sort of be lenient with it. We couldn't take it away because with teshuva is a mitzvah from the Torah. You have to, it's, 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 it's a, that's a positive mitzvah. We can't say don't do it. But... Since Teshuvah is not, is, is not a part of the mitzvahs of Teshuvah, it's just additional other reasons, Dalte Rebbe is going to explain. Therefore, in our generation, in which we don't have the koyach, we we're not robust, we can't fast, we're not strong, then we're not allowed to fast, actually. It's because it's not part of Teshuvah. That's why it's important to know. But before Dalte Rebbe says that, Dalte Rebbe also explains there's another reason why some people fast. One of the reasons we said before is like we find in the Megillah they fasted for a communal things and we make a tiny sibur we fast over trouble because if there is a problem coming, so we're trying to avoid that problem, we do that through fasting. That's one thing. Also, personally, he says there's also other reasons for the person's fasting. But now he's going to say there's a whole other idea for a person, for person fasting. And that is, it becomes like a carbon oil. An oila, there is for, for a violation, an accidental violation, there's a Korban Chatos. Chatos is for every, every time there's a prohibition. If you made a mistake and then you wanted to shuba, you had to bring a Korban. That's a Korban Chatos. But then there's something which is called a Korban oila. Korban oila is not a... An oila is just you bring a Korban to Hashem. You bring it an extra. Your Eulah, uh, it's, it's, it's totally burnt in the Mizbech. What is that oila? That Oilud al explains from the Gemara is like sending a gift to the king. So, which means that sometimes the king will forgive you. Let's say you, 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 you said you did something against the king and you were supposed to be punished. The king forgives you because you don't have it. But still, you want to bring a gift to the king to make you just as accepted like before. The king should love you like before, should accept you, should be nice. You, nothing to do with, with forgiving. You're not going to be punished for what you did because that's been forgiven. That, just like a carbon. What is a carbon? A carbon is burnt on the Mizbeach. When a person uh, eats less and his fat and his is diminishing it, that's like burning it on the Mizbeach. So that, it's equivalent. The actual act of the carbon is sort of a equation to the person, it's like the person bringing himself as a carbon, by eating less and fasting and, 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 and consuming less, you are sort of sacrificing some. this is a sacrifice and that sacrifice is considered in the pla- like the carbon oil, so he says, yes, so that has another aspect that's not for the Teshuvah, now that has nothing to do specifically with Mrs. akris's Besdin. That is everything, even if it's an esse or a leisesse. Also, there is a carbon oila, an oila is brought for any time. That's just an additional uh, for appeasement for the abish So, therefore, again, why does that help us? If it was part of teshuvah itself, then you'd have to do the teshuvah. There's nothing what you can get around it. But since this is not teshuvah itself, this <laughs> is just for additionals, so that's why if you don't have it, uh, it's not the end of the world if you don't have that, as, we'll, as Al-Treb will explain. So let's learn inside. <speaking> in <Hebrew> this that we said before, that we don't have to fast at all, all the above, is as far as atonement and the forgiving of the sin. So, which means you don't need fasting to forgive your sin. Right? <speaking in Hebrew> He is totally forgiven for violating the command of the king. When he does a complete tshuva, loy We don't mention to him whether the item or even a half item, nothing at all, in the day of judgment, to punish him for his sin. God forbid in the world to come. We're not going to mention. No, no fasting is needed to clear him, for not not to be accountable. And he is totally exempt from judgment in the world to come. But in order for him to be accepted willingly before Hashem, in other words, Hashem should want him. And being wanted and dear before Hashem blessed, as before the sin that's a different story so that hashem should receive delight pleasantness of spirit from his service so i guess sometimes you can do service to the ebishter but the E-Bishter is not so happy with you still you know even though you're not punished but he's not happy with you so there was still yet another process after doing teshuva and after being forgiven so hashem should love you again so you should be dear to hashem again what was that so, so, in the time of the Beis Amikdush, you needed to bring a sacros and other, even in a light mitzvah seseh. What does it mean, a light mitzvah seseh? Either people take it lightly, it's hard, a eh? mitzvah is hard to tell you which is light or not, but the light one means that people can easily violate it, or people easily transgress it, so it's something which is a seseh. She'ein bo mitzvah bezdin. Uh, it doesn't have no Qurus and Mrs. Bezdin. So, therefore, you still had to bring a carbon oilah. So, you see, that carbon, this carbon, this fasting, this carbon that they had to bring the oila had nothing to do specifically with the Christian Mrs. Bezdin like we learned in the Braiss over there. That was something which everybody had to bring on any Avera. As our teachers of blessed memory expounded, in the Torah's Kohanim, al pasik V'Nirtze the pasik said, it will be willing to him, which means that the Oila uh, appeases for the one who violates the Mitzvah So there, um, is, so, so the Gemara says that, that even a Sesse, okay, the Isa, the uh, Gemara paid a comment on Zevachim, like we find in the Gemara of the first chapter of Zevachim, the ola mechaperas al mitzvah saase that an ola will atone for a positive mitzvah. shuba that is a gift after he has done tshuba, and the sin was forgiven for him, so he was already forgiven the sin. So you present the gift to the king de as like a person who has sinned against the king, and he appeased him through the praklitim. Those are intermediaries who intervened on his behalf to the king. He sent people to the king to ask the king to forgive him. And the king forgave him. Through these proclitans. And still, not be withstand that he's forgiven, he would still continue. He's going to send the person who, who sinned against him. he's still going to send a gift and a mincha a before the king. So that he should be willing to go see the face of the king. So the king might not go seek after you to punish you. But you want to be able to go ahead in front of the king to be dear to him like before, as the Alte Rebbe said before. So here the Rebbe is arguing that this part of the uh, of the of this part of this korban is not for forgiving; it's not for teshuva, forgiving the punishment. This is like an additional step. But if you look in the Possek, when it says by the Korban Shlomim, by the Korban Oila, which we're saying where the Korban Oila was, the, of there the Possek uses Loshin loy, it'll be appeased him, Lachapir Allah. means to atone, like you have a Kippurim. So the Possek actually seems to say that it's a Kapore. Loshin mechaperes. The Gemara says the language on the uh, that it atones for so the language of mechaperes and what the Torah writes v'nirtzel l'chaperolov nafshei this is not talking about a forgiveness of the soul in other words to forgive the soul not to be punished or not to uh, keep like uh, the sin no you've been forgiven it's it's that's not going Elo, it means Hashem ruach That's only that it should be a uh, an atonement before Hashem. In other words, to wipe away, to be a pleasantness like to Hashem, like before the sin. That's not just forgiving the sin, but it's just for the that, that extra level of dearness. Uh, as the Gemara says over there, um, that the Eulah comes after the Atonement, and it comes as a gift. <speaking in Hebrew> that it should be a complete one, it should be for a rotsin, for an appeasement. So we see it's not lechaper; it should be l'rotzim. So the, um, the, while it says the kapore, but the kapore here means an appeasement which comes after the forgiving. The Rabbi Al-Terebbe uh, uh, explained this is what the meaning of the oil is. So now, basically, teshuva, regular teshuva, has nothing to do with, with a carbon. Which means, whether we have a carbon, we don't have a carbon. Yes, for a carbon, we, when we did a chait and we did a sin, uh, accidental sin. We brought a carbon. But what happens when we don't have a carbon? Okay, so we do teshuva anyways. Teshuva is not hinged on the carbon. The din is that when we do teshuva, we should bring a carbon Also, that's the part of the. Uh, if a person is going to bring a carbon not going to do teshuva, it's not is They have to confess. They have to. The carbon the, the has to be part of the process of teshuva. But if it, and if there is no carbon, so okay, so the teshuva is still there. So it says that when mashiach will come, you'll have to bring the carbon then for the time that you didn't do now. So you did not uh, for the carbon that you owed. What says about this rabbi, he said that when in in English we build I'll bring a fat, uh, I'll bring a carbon later on. when the when time? We don't have the ability to bring a carbon right now. So, uh, but, so, what do we do about also this carbon oil? When we don't have today this carbon oil, we don't have, so therefore, this carbon oil is substituted by fasting. Now that we don't have the carbon oil, we substitute by fasting. So it's this is the other aspect of the, of the, of the, of the fasting, which is connected to Tshuva. So nowadays that we don't have the Ben we don't have a korban, so that we can bring out, take out this appeasement from Hashem after we've done a sin. Because it has nothing to do with the Tshuva. The Tshuva we can do, we're forgiven. But we had another process to, uh, to be uh, accepted. We need to send Hashem a gift. So how do, what kind of a gift do we send Hashem to complete and to make us acceptable to Hashem, Hashem HaToim? Hatay nisu b'mekoyim The fasting takes the place of the korban. So the Gemara says that uh, when a person prays, when he's fasting he says, She yehei mi utchel b'vedomi ki'ilu ki ilu kratu v'necha <laughs> that this, in the Gemarim Barakas, and Madalov says, that it should be before you, that the fact that my fat and my flesh, and my blood, my fat and my blood has been diminished because fasting, that should be counted before you as if I have sacrificed before you. So we see that the fasting is synonymous, is connected to a carbon. So, therefore, nowadays that we don't have a carbon, so, people will fast, so that the fasting takes the place of this Korban, Velochem. And because of this, this idea of fasting taking the place of becoming a peace to Hashem, will explain that, we find that by many Tanoim and Ameroyim, the sages of the Talmud, we find Sha'aldovar Kal, but a light sin, nothing to do with Christus and Mrs. Bez nothing to do with uh, those, uh, the, the rice over there. So you see, it has nothing to do with that. We find that it's something light. Because since we're saying now that the fasting isn't the place of the carbon oila, and the carbon oila was brought even for an assay, for anything, for a light sin, always to be a peace of Hashem. That is why we find that the sages would find fast, many fast days, even if on a light thing, how you miss tiny is harbim they would fast many, uh, many fasting for that. As it give, gives you several examples. Kamo'i. Rav and ben Azariah. Uh, there was a disagreement there between Rav and ben Azariah. Now, One is obligated not only to not do work yourself, but it says, Ato that everything has to rest in Shabbos, only also your animal. You can't do work with your animal on Shabbos. It's supposed to rest on Shabbos as well. So there was a debate over there, so what happens with the uh, strap that's between the horns of the animal, is that considered carrying or working or... So Rabbi Azza ben Azariah, he said, that, that the Ritzuah that's between her horns, she can go out on Shabbos, that's not considered working for the animal, it's not a malacha, it's okay. And the chachamim prohibited. So we know when there's a disagreement between a yochid and a rabim, individual and the many, the halacha is like the many. So since the rabbim were ossering, so the halacha is that it's ossering, you're not allowed to do that, right? So it was his obligation to also follow the opinion of the majority. So what happened was, And at one point, the cow of his neighbor went out with the ritzuah in between the horns, and he didn't protest. In other words, he didn't rule even. He just didn't say anything. So you see, it was just a far-fetched thing. He, need, he didn't protest like this. It says... There's an obligation of a person. He sees somebody else doing a violation. There's an obligation. (laughs) You have to protest. But in this case, the halacha was like his chaverim, so he should have protested. And says you're not supposed to do that. But he was of the opinion that it's okay. So even notwithstanding that, he was so later on felt bad. That he didn't protest him, he didn't rule that he should, do that he didn't even say against it, even though that was his opinion. That's allowed, but he was so upset. So the Gemara says, <laughs> and his teeth became blackened because so much fasting. For the fact that he didn't sustain, he didn't keep the words of his friends because he should have, he should have, he should have sustained. should have empowered and told that they're right. You should have told her you're not allowed to. Uh, you're not allowed to do that. He gives an extreme example from a person fasting so much for something similarly very light. So this has nothing to do with Christmas, Bezdin, This has to do just with something different. And same thing is, the Rabbi Yeshua Also, we find in the Rabbi Yeshua that uh, at one point that he said in Gemara in Beis Pusik Beis. So, with there, he expressed himself. Uh, despairingly against the Bishamai. So he said, He says, I'm embarrassed by your words, Bishamai. So it was like, so it was a, a, a degraded uh, way of talking about them. And Over there too, it says that his teeth have become blackened from all the fasting. But further we find that Abhuna that one time the strap of the tefillin turned around I want to say the strap doesn't apply to the strap hanging down, but it's the the strap which is on the head actually turned uh, turned around. I have to look up in the Gemara exactly. This anemem and then he fasted forty fasting for that. Apparently, uh, I, I mean maybe he put the, he kept the film that way, then he found out he didn't put on the film. I mean I'm not sure. What kind of a violation is there? You have to take a look over there in the Gemara, what kind of violation is it? Maybe that's the only tefillin the way he put on. Maybe later on he found out that his film was on the wrong way. I mean, I, I'm, I'm not sure what kind of violation, or even just for the fact that it was turned around. I mean, I'm not, I'm not sure exactly. But in any event, it shows that he fasted 40 fast days for that. And so we find in many other cases, that um, that there was not nothing to do with shuba, nothing to do with Kyrgyzstan, That people fasted. That's all in order to be uh, uh, appeased and accepted to Hashem by Zeb So now that we have this basis, on this basis, on this foundation, now we can understand because this has nothing to do with Christianism, This is based. This has to do. Uh, based on the fact that there's different fasting to become a peace for Hashem, so the Ari, a blessed memory, taught to his students, based on the wisdom of truth, which is the, Chokhmat, the Kabbalah, called the Chochmas He says, He told them the number of fasts, what is each one. So each, I guess each sin has a certain amount of fasting that, Makes you appeased. But Kabbalah tells you what is going to be accepted to Hashem. Even though there's no kodesh in the so it is not to do with the brisa before, which told us just just it was fasting. There's no kodesh in the Now, very amazing. The first thing he says, alakas," getting angry. So for angry, it was kuf nun the That's hundred and. Fifty-one fasting. So, see, this is not a, a, a something which a person a person uh, happens to do all the time. It's, uh, and we're going to see later on what do you do if you get angry uh, <laughs> a lot. You're going to be have to fast the whole life. <laughs> <You're> <laughs> <all done. laughs> or well, I think actually, if he knows you're going to have to fast 151 times for getting angry, maybe you're going to think twice. <laughs> <laughs> the more you're gonna get angry than everything else, but you can only imagine if a person really realized um, what his effect of an avera, or the power of a mitzvah. So when you talk about fasting 151 times, you get scared, you know, so, but what is to rebel against the abishta, which is a lot more serious than fasting 151 times, but it's just a matter of putting things in perspective. But here, for something very small, seemingly he would fast 151 times. Uh, okay. Even if it's not even a, if it's not a Torah command, it's just a prohibition of the Rabbonon, like it wasn't wine that was actually poured for Rabbi Dezoreb. just regular wine, which the Rabbi said, we're afraid, we're not allowed to use it, it's from the Rabbonon, you're not allowed to use it. He said you should fast 73 fasting. Also by wasting, a uh, positive mitzvah of the Rabbonah, like for example kumit shfilo, like for davening now, davening may be based on the Torah that points out in the notes over here but the time for davening, in this particular time you have to daven, that's really rabbinic that's certainly, with the base of the Torah, davening could be from the Torah but the timing, so if you wasted the time like you missed the time, you didn't daven you missed the time of Shachris, of milcha, of, shakhris, of, milk, of mar, you missed that so you have to fast, if you have 10 years you have to fast 61, first of so, here we see the very different fasting. That's based on the fact that these fasting make you an a, acceptable to verutza today, in a general way. So that time is the secret of fasting, is gula miflo, that's a wondrous uh, segula, uh, an omen, a way, is uh, galus for the revelation. Um of the Hebrish there's returning Aly Baruch of Hashem's w want, well, want. This brings uh, the the rats of the Hibishta. Kamuya just like by karb it says, that it's a pleasant aroma before Hashem. That same thing is by fasting. Like the pasuk says, It says, halozet tikra yay the Ratzin, the Hashem. Over there, the Nafi was rebuking them. You know, they were doing Averis and everything else. They were fasting. So he says, do you call this, is this then called a, a day of fast and a day of appeasement to Hashem? So it means, what, what is a fast supposed to mean? Miklo. So he says, so so That if it is a wanted fast, a good fast, not like they fasted they were doing a various while they're fasting in the same time. So, but so if it would be a fasting which is a positive fasting, that would take that would be a day of appeasement. So basically, we see that the fasting of the people who has the ability to bring down a willing it's a pleasant room for Hashem, it brings the dearness, the closeness to Hashem. And then we're going to explain further. What happens if you do same sin several times, that would be a different, uh, and then he says three times he's going to talk about it, then he's going to say that it only applies in the time when the people were able to fast, but when they're not able to fast, you got to accept uh, redeem it with tzedakah, as we will see, it's going to continue.